Welcome to this week's Spinfoil Theory. We're about to take a dive into the lore of Destiny the game. Specifically, we'll be giving a high-level scrutiny to popular, emerging, and outlying theories than judging. With that out of the way, let's put on our Spinfoil hats and get a little crazy. Here comes this week's show. Recording. Recording live from a yes. studio yes. in near you. From from a studio in my basement. I don't, that sounds kind of <laughs> cringe. From a studio it's, in it's the a... last city. There we go. <laughs> okay, yeah. Broadcasting to you recorded. Yeah. From a studio in the last <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast, everyone. We are your hosts. This is Red Leader, Taylor B., and Lady Lucita. How are you doing this week, Lucy? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. The weather this week is now nice and warm. My favorite. I say, with sarcasm, because I do not like hot weather. <laughs> I'm glad Ohio has invested in air conditioning, unlike my home state of Washington. In Washington, air conditioning straight up doesn't exist. So, uh, it makes... Yeah, that still, that still befuddles me. Well, it's like it never gets hot in Washington, or at least where I'm, in where I'm from. Yeah. It never got hot enough to justify getting air conditioning. So a lot of places just like the yeah. only places that would have air conditioning would be like the movie theaters or, or malls and maybe yeah, some businesses, sense. but like everywhere else was just like, nah, there's no point, man. Like it never, it doesn't get like nineties or eighties consistently. It would get like seventies, maybe twice, but most of the time it would be like sixties. Oh, wow. Like it's, it's just, it's comfy there. That's why I'm like, I like Washington okay. to other. Okay. That does sound kind of nice. That sounds like you're like perpetually in this state of you can have like a nice jacket. Pretty much. As a as a as and I'm sure I'm sure like women appreciate this too. But as as like a dude, I always like jackets because you know it's it's the one thing that you can add to your outfit outside of cargo pants, where you have like cargo more. Cargo pants. Oh my god. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, unless I'm going to work or something, I don't want to carry around like a backpack. Yeah, true, 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 true. Uh, I haven't had a good men's carry-all in <laughs> actual bag since, uh, God, since I still have that bag. So I used to be, um, I don't know if you knew this, Lizzie, I used to uh, manage a stock room at one of the uh, flagship coach stores I for see, like a couple I years see. there. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to act like I know a whole lot about fashion, but I got a very nice bag from them. You know, they, you know they, they, they produce all their own leather? That's wild. Yeah, like a hundred percent, hundred percent. Like they, they're cows. They don't even mess around. Ugh. So anyway, anyway, that's not what we came here to talk about today. It's not interesting though it may be. Today, everyone, we are here to investigate the sunken pyramid. Ooh, <laughs> just ooh, spooky, spooky haunt. I don't say it's haunted. It's not really haunted. I mean, Rolk just kind of talks to you the whole time. I do think that was crazy. Like, I remember the first time we did it, the first time we ever did, I mean, I have the whole thing recorded safely on my computer forever Mm. and ever. But um, (laughs) basically the gist of it was uh, we, we did, um, we land, you know, you kill Savathun and then Rolk just straight up is just like, welcome children of light. And we're just like, whomst the heck is that vo- mysterious voice speaking to us from beyond? Whomst is this? <laughs> Rolk. And then later you 
weak, weak, weak. We kick his butt. Like Rolk is, I think he's a very, he's probably going to be like the, like he's iconic. I just think I he's really iconic. Want, I love. Yeah, him. I really want someone to either draw or uh, or animate Rolk, but I want him to just be like hanging out with his arms behind his back, uh, uh, bouncing a soccer ball on his knees. Oh my god, okay, that'd doing, be funny. Just doing like little footy exercises. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> uh, seems to be doing those because Jesus, that guy, he can kick you in the face and you can die if you are not properly prepared. I think Rolk probably probably studied space taekwondo. They did actually. Um, speaking, I don't know if you have you seen the concept art for Rolk. No. Oh, I'll have to send it to you. But basically, they you like uh, his animation stuff was based on like fighting styles like that. Oh, that's cool. It's like the, it's, cool. it's 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 not it's intentional basically. Oh, I dig it. Yeah, because he looks like especially with a. Uh, with some of those kicks, um, you know, mm. gosh, I haven't I haven't done Taekwondo in years, but that was that was the first uh, martial art like I studied like growing up. Uh, you know, it pretty pretty popular in uh, in this area of the country, and uh, yeah, there was a lot of kicks, and I feel like half the stuff Rolk, Rolk does to you is like actually like a pretty nice like little sweep, like he's, he's like, kicking down because you're legs. all smaller than him, but he's just like yeah, fuck <laughs> like yeah, he's like whatcha whatcha hiya, you know, kicking you in the mm-hmm, face, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kicking you while you're down. But yeah. Boot to the head. But while 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 we do meme about Rolk in the lore though, Rolk is scary, man. He's scary. Ew. He's crazy. He's absolutely bonkers. Yeah, he um it it's pretty interesting. He his whole his his whole story, and we'll we'll link that in the show notes here, is uh, Shattered Suns. Mm-hmm. Um if you guys haven't read it already, uh they did take away the way you could kind of cheese getting it all at once but if you either go into the first part of the raid or you go into um the preservation mission uh you get after the you get the first five at the end of the preservation mission on these little uh like stone kiosk guys and the rest of them you get by uh solving a little puzzle uh in that room where you learn all the names of the uh glyphs that you can potentially see so it's like right before the first encounter of the raid or the last encounter on preservation. Um, yep. And so just in case, in case you don't know how to get it, that's how you get it. It's a, it's a little, little sequence you got to do. Um, but uh, yeah, there's video, there's videos online. Plenty of people showing you how to do it. Um, and it's a pretty wild tale. Uh, Lebray, it seems to be, you know, without without them saying outright saying it directly and spelling it out for us, so heavily implied, it seems to be this place that the traveler had visited. Yeah, it seems like it. The traveler visited, and then the traveler left. But we're not sure if the dark, like they didn't really seem like they had a collapse. I mean, uh, they kinda did, but not. Well, that would that would make sense though, because the traveler's not being followed by the hive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this was, oh, that's right. Yeah, this takes place way, 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 way before the hive because Rolk mm-hmm. ends up recruiting the worms, which then recruit the hive. Totally forgot about the timeline of things. I was like, huh? Confusion? But no, <laughs> that makes a lot more sense, actually, now that you say that. Yeah, so the traveler leaves because the traveler 
knows that it can't stay. Because if it stays, the darkness will eventually find them. So they have mm-hmm. to leave. They have to. They don't like... It's And you you kind of get this... Uh, so the, the whole story is told from the point of view of this conversation between Rolk and the Witness. Mm-hmm. And it's Rolk being shown things by the Witness. Like, yeah, his Witness is making Rolk uh, like, relive what happened. Yeah. And so it's pretty wild. So the Traveler's left, and this this world that they're in, it, it's got two sons. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's in this... It's in this sort of situation where because of its juxtaposition between the two sons I think there's like this it's like this moving sort of like tiny tiny cross section of darkness that like moves across the planet and basically it starts from this uh, from this uh, perspective of Rolk and his father they I, I don't know if it's that they're clinging to like old ways or but for like one reason or another, I think it mostly due to corruption, they reject the planet government that seems yeah, to be. Yeah, basically you know, I, 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 I can explain this part. I can explain this part. This part's all it's it's kind of hard to understand. But basically there's the two sides of the planet. One side is like the gleaming capital, you know, it's all fancy and pretty, but it's authoritarian and dictatorship bad kinda of bad. That's where, like, most of the people are. But then there's these outcasts, which is where Rolk's family is. And they are more on the other side of the planet, which is more kind of in the wilderness, kind of living with nature, kind of... Well, they they don't really have a choice. And basically, there's these people that are almost like the border patrol (laughs) between the two places. And they make sure, you know, the outsiders don't come in and people don't leave. Mm -hmm. And that's basically... um, Basically, Rolk's father ends up kind of taken by the border police, I guess. Yeah, and these, uh, what were they called? Like, it was like a stalkers, stalkers or something. I don't know. They had yeah. some like name. Basically, his father is taken by them, and then Rolk uh, goes to try and get his dad back, but f- at some point. Mm-hmm. And he ends up finding his dad was just pretending to follow the regime, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. To try and take them down from the inside. But then Rolk, over time, ends up becoming, like, indoctrinated by the regime. Like, he thinks they're right. And then, at some point, he's, like, in the between of the planet where, like, this, like, big crevasse is. And he mm-hmm. ends up Either his family, like, banishes him there because they think he's gone too crazy with the regime and stuff. Or something, I know something, something happens to him and he ends up down, 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 like, really far and basically left for dead. And then he comes back very, very angry with a glaive. And, well, because that's the regime, that's their weapon of choice, is glaives. And they, he ends up going on a killing spree and just starts killing everyone. And then he destroys the, eventually destroys the, um, uh, there's like a thing that gives the, the city planet. power. 
It basically stabilizes the planet and stuff. He kind of blew it up, and then the whole planet went. Yeah. So I just uh, going going over going over the the notes now. I can correct some of my uh, my things, uh, and that that is that is one hundred percent the 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 breakdown there. Um, it's it's they have a regular sun and an umbral sun. Yeah, the dark sun. Yeah, they have like a, the, yeah. the the anti sun, which whenever mm-hmm. that's out, like things get it's like dark light. Shining yeah, it's like darkness. the dark light, and like I guess the predators get like more aggressive. It's like you don't really want to be out when this umbral sun is in the sky. Mm-hmm. Like and you you want to be uh, in your house sleeping. Yeah. So the and they we were corrected as stalkers. Oh. Yeah. Hell yeah. So the yeah the stalkers the stalkers go after. Um, like Lucy was saying, they go after his clan. They're this mm. clan who's like rejected the ways, and I think part of their like punishment for rejection is they would do, you know, for resources and whatnot. I think I think they were a little bit of a nuisance, especially since they wouldn't uh, follow the regime. The, yeah, yeah, the traveler regime. I guess the best way to because they are like kind of like light and snooty. Mm, um, maybe, maybe I'm not sure. I don't know because the way that I don't read, actually know, but yeah. re- I don't know the way that I read about the regime. They seemed very evil. I guess I don't know. But then again, this is from Rolk's perspective. We don't exactly mm-hmm. know. They could have been like you know, like the last seat, like fine, like good people. But remember, yeah. the witness is also polarizing things to a point that makes Rolk th- thinks. Basically, all of this was basically the witness trying to prove to Rolk that he had to do what he had to do to get to where he is. There was no other way. I can dig it. Also, fun fact about the Shattered Sun's lore book. If you look at the first letter of every lore entry, in order, it spells appended. Ooh. Like the actor, that's the big super weapon. Yeah. Which is still great. That's great. And then eventually Rolk is indoctrinated by the witness, becomes the first disciple, and then is sent around the universe to go find other, or go basically teach others. Almost like a, I don't want to be mean, but like, you know those like the people that come to your door that are like the religious people? Have you heard about our Lord and Savior, the witness? That's basically Rolk. He's basically it. one of those guys, but he's, he doesn't exactly just knock on their door and is like, hi, I'm Rolk. No, he just pulls out his glaive and his pyramid ships and just goes to town and kills them all and makes them go crazy. That's what he did with one of the species. He made them all go crazy. And uh, there was only one guy left. And he's like, why? Why did you do this, man? You're crazy. And Rolk just said, I am Rolk. That's it. That was his his reasoning was because I can't. And this is like, okay, you're unhinged. But it doesn't stop there. Rolk is really crazy. Um, he is also the reason why the hive are working with the darkness. Kind of. Totally on purpose. Basically, what Rolk did is Rolk, the witness, sent Rolk to Fundament. This is way, 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 way before the hive. I'm not even sure if I think the Hive were there, but they weren't. This is before the Books of Sorrow. Way before that. And Rolk swims, mind you. Let me put an emphasis on that. Swims down to the Leviathan. Mm-hmm. Because, remember, in the Books of Sorrow, uh, Savona, uh, Arush, and 
Zevo, they had to take a spaceship designed to go down there. They did not, they couldn't, the pressure was too much. They couldn't, even the, basically he just swims down, the Leviathan is like, hey, you shouldn't be here. You will, you will drown in the deep. You can't keep going. And Rolk literally rips a bone out, which you can see that bone, I'm pretty sure, on display in the Vow of the Disciple Raid or the Preservation Mission in that final area. It's that big bone. You can't miss it. Um, he literally rips the bone out of the Leviathan and is just like, no, I will rise. And then he just he keeps going. He keeps swimming. Just keeps swimming. To, to meet the worm gods. And then he meets Zaita, mother of the worm gods. And, you know, there's Akka, Ear, you know, the rest of the worm gods. They're all there, too. Whole family. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zaita is the nurturing worm. So she was kind of, you know, keeping them alive. Because they were kind of trapped down there. For reasons we still don't know. Which, I mean, if they had... If the Traveler or the Leviathan is guarding... The Traveler put the Leviathan there, or maybe the Leviathan. I'm not sure why the Leviathan is, well, not why, but we don't know, like, did the Traveler give it explicit orders to do this, or is it, but we don't know. That's besides the point. But basically what I was trying to say is, if the Worm Gods were being guarded by something, they had to have done something to be put there in the first place. And I don't know what that is. We still don't know. Hmm. But then, uh, basically, Rolk said, uh, hey, Worm Gods, you're gonna, my boss wants us to work together. Uh, you're gonna have some guests here, uh, soon, TM, and, uh, give them the spiel, make them join us, this pyramid scheme, yada, 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 yada. And then, uh, he's like, oh, hey, uh, Mother Worm here, hold this. And she holds the bone. And he's like, all right, bye. And then he just leaves with the Mother Worm. And the other Worm Gods are like, Mommy? <laughs> and they cry. This is a vast oversimplification of it. Read the Titan lore. <laughs> Titan raid armor lore, if you're interested about that story. Of the Worm, of Rolk going in mm-hmm. to Fundament. It's good. It's good. I read it and I was like, dang. It's a good one. Rock, you crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, it, as is what as what you were saying right before. That he just literally just walks up there, just punches it, and just rips out a bone. He's like, all right, this is mine now. Bye. And then... Oh, yeah. I just imagine like he holds how, it like behind yes. his back. Just like in that same position with his arms behind his back. It's just like also this gigantic bone larger than he is. Um... Then the last part, as Rolk was leaving with the mother worm, she dropped the the worm larvae. They ended in the ocean, and one of the worm familiar worm larvae floated to the shore of the Osium Court, which is where Savona and her the rest of the Osium siblings are. And well, the rest is history. Basically, it's all Rolk's fault. Everything is Rolk's fault. Literally. If Rolk hadn't... I'm not saying mm. literally everything, but if Rolk hadn't persuaded, with air quotes, the hive worms, the worm gods, to join the darkness, then the hive 
the story would be completely different because then the, the traveler would have blessed the hive with light. And then what if the witness got to us and blessed us with evil darkness powers? Then we'd be the bad guys. That would be crazy, though. Who knows? Hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's because even even the earliest interactions of humanity with the darkness, they all kind of end at the golden age. Like there's nothing really before mm, yeah. the travelers. I mean, here. yeah, all of the stuff with the darkness would be during the golden the golden age, like with the K one artifacts. That's during the golden age. What Clovis is doing is near the mm -hmm. end of the Golden Age, or during it. We're not exactly sure of the timeline there. Um, Rasputin being born, or born, I say with air quotes. That's not really darkness, that's more just a thing. I just was thinking of things that happened during the Golden Age. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's a... So one one thing that really, that really strikes mm -hmm. me about, uh, you know, as, as we talked about last week... Um, the, the common threads between, you know, Rolk's stories and, and all these other people who are either candidates uh, for, for disciple um, status. And Rolk in, in Shattered Suns, what's, what's so interesting about it is he literally, like, he's finally empowered when he hits, like, a literal rock bottom. Literally, yeah. Falling all the way down and he's, like, literally at the lowest of his low, like, his family has kicked doesn't want him anymore the regime doesn't want him anymore because he's too bloodthirsty and like crazy like think anakin skywalker episode two in the tuscan raider camp just killing everybody like that's basically rock 24 7 he does not care he just not just the men not just the women not and the, just the men. Not just the men but the women <laughs> and the children too <laughs> yeah like rock was kind of unhinged and it's this very almost very similar like this is gonna kind of sound funny but when I once I've like read all of Rook's story, you know who I who I immediately thought of in comparison? Aaron Yeager mm. from Attack on Titan. Who's that? That kid is fucking unhinged crazy. Ooh. It's So what you're saying is what you're saying is Rook hates the light, was just destroyed by the light, and following the attack on Titan and Many other anime, uh, uh, well, no, no, sort no, no. Of, uh, I mean, like, there. he's going to become like, the light. <laughs> for example, Aaron Yeager has kind of, I guess, has always been this absolutely unhinged, psychopathic, crazy kid. Like, the entire time, he's just been crazy. Mm. I just was kind of nope, like, about that kind of regard. Because when Rolk was younger, one of his siblings or someone in his clan had a small pet and he literally skinned it alive. Because he could, because he enjoyed it, like that's that's yeah. that that's not normal. More uh, like mentally hmm. stable people don't skin animals alive and watch their like younger siblings or whatever's reactions and think it's funny. Like that's 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 depraved. That's beyond reason. Like. And that just made me yeah. kind of a similar parallel to like, I mean, Aaron was kind of bloodthirsty as a kid too. That's just the only thing that I was thinking. Like the, there's, there's a lot of similarities. I'm not saying, oh, because Rolk hates the light so much, he's going to end up becoming a guard. No, 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 no. That's not, that's not all what I'm saying. I'm just saying there's interesting parallels about their, their like overall nature and how they like think. 
there's some similarities. I can dig it. I can dig it. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, no, I, no, no. I, I, I know, I know you were joking, I, I but there are some people who <laughs> haven't seen Attack on Titan and they're like, huh? Or like, they don't, they don't really get the mm. full story. Okay. But basically, <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, I would be, I, I'm really wondering what, what Rolk was doing between mm-hmm. recruiting, I guess, the, the worm gods. Yeah, pretty much strong arm. really like kind of strong arming them. You will join. You do not have a choice. Yeah. I'm taking your mom with me. I'm taking her I'm taking as... your mama. <laughs> like... <laughs> pretty much. This mine's now. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go up in some shit. <laughs> um, which yeah, that that's kind of a sad fate for for her. I don't I don't know that she did it. I mean, I guess I guess the hive, the worm gods weren't weren't perfect by any means. Probably even before they they met Rolk, but uh, we don't know anything yeah. that uh, Zeta actually ever did. That was <laughs> all we know is that she was Pretty collected much. She and was turned the guns into a power gun's source, power and source. she also like made the baby worms. So now, like, it's true. That's creepy. It's true. I feel so bad for it. So, the worms. I like. I know that they they are evil, but I still can feel sympathy for them because, like, they got strong armed into the situation. They didn't really have a choice. You finally have exactly. your reason. I mean, I, to, I, I, if I had to, to pick between worm having gods. worms, the worm gods as friends, and the hive as friends, I'd still pick the hive. Hundred percent. I'm still I'm still crossing my fingers that we eventually get uh, Lucent Brood in the tower alongside. Like right now we have the Elixir in the tower and the Cabal. At least the Cabal ship. Like it's a start. Eventually we might see. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be cool. Seeing there's 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 the one ship we have in the hang. That's all I'm saying. But like, and I mean like it's it's just it's stepping stones. Like you know <laughs> we have the ship and we've seen like we've seen the Cabal allies in battleground. So maybe. As a natural progression, we'll see them elsewhere. I think that'd be cool. Cabal just drop pod in Iron Banner. <laughs> That's the Iron Banner rework. You get you go on a hunt and it drops a cabal. Mm. Oh man, that oh would my be, god, I, that would be, be such funny. a fun finisher. If you like, you just like you go in for the oh finisher, god, you push him back, funny. and then a drop pod funny. just lands on him. But uh I would I would like it. I would like it a lot. Spot effect. Yes, the, uh, the all drop pod, pods. Um, I am the arrival. cabal. But yeah, but yeah, yeah no like, like basically what I'm saying is I think it'd be cool. <laughs> Cause I I personally I think like I mean obviously the final shape is the end of the light versus dark saga. It's basically the infinity war end game, like the end of everything. We're gonna need everybody. Everybody. We're going to need everyone. Like, we mm-hmm. we have to put aside all of our differences. It doesn't matter that Savathun may have tried to steal the Traveler. That doesn't matter anymore. What matters is stopping the witness. Because if he doesn't, we're all going to flip and die. We're all going to die. Well, it's true. And it's not like, you know, it's going to be hard to... I'm not going to say it would be easy because we know Savathun's influence is literally in all of her... Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, we definitely know from Psyops Psyops. that she has some sort of influence. But that doesn't... 
But as we saw in Lucent Tales, not all of the mm-hmm. hive are just mindless drones. Some of them are like questioning, you know, they're being curious. They're like, why are, why do I have to crush this human mm-hmm. ghost? Why do I have to do it? Don't just say, do it, kill him now, you know, like, like Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was, I was going for Palpatine. <laughs> but like, but like, it's like some of the guardians, they're, they're not, <laughs> but it's not all everyone's accepting it. Some of the hive are even like, no, I don't want this. Like, there's this one ghost who is like, I want to res my hive guy, my, my chosen guardian. And they res them and their acolyte that they get, that they res ends up pulling their, their, their little shredder and they end up immediately killing themselves. They don't want to be alive. They're like, I'm done. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Let me sleep. I don't want to be alive. Mm-hmm. I fought enough wars. Like, you know, or I maybe they see wars. it as <laughs> such heresy that, you know, because necromancy is seen as like the most heretical thing a hive could do. And that's basically what this is. Technically. Technically? I'm saying with like a, uh, a lot of. Yeah. Oh, I mean, not really. Yeah, a little zombie. I mean, it, we're basically being brought back to life, but we still have to eat and sleep. Yeah, like, well, yeah, like we we're basically to, we're brought back. back and we're still like, oh, it's not like we're being brought back to bit to life like a zombie. It's more like we're being resurrected. Mm-hmm. It's not like a reanimating yeah, of a dead corpse. Yeah. It's more like a what? Wait, 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 wait. Yes, we have. We have ghosts. Uh-huh. What if, what if, what if a guardian uh-huh. went into the exo machine? Uh-huh. Say we had clarity. Uh-huh. It was just like for sake of argument. You die. Uh-huh. You make a perfect copy of you. That's now an exo. Then your ghost uh-huh. reses you. Uh-huh. you I don't know. I didn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> my brain has exploded i do not know anymore <laughs> what is happening i mean yeah maybe maybe but like i don't know right i just think that'd be cool but speaking of the hot lucent brood and sort of sabathun that's kind of why the pyramid was there in the first place because the witness kind of trying to segue back to rock and stuff the witness was basically said hey rock you're uh your performance uh, these past few, I don't know, millennium. I don't know what, how much time has passed. But basically, Rolk, you've been doing subpar lately. You are on babysitting duty now. Go babysit Sabathu. Basically, be her manager. Make sure she gets trained how to become a disciple. I'll check back in in a couple of years. Bye! <laughs> and I'm out. Bye! Pretty much. Like, Rolk was basically put in timeout. To babysit Savathun, make sure she didn't mess up anything, but she uh, clearly pulled one over Rolk, which probably didn't make the witness too happy. I mean, if I was the witness, and one of my candidates decided to give me the whole, screw you, I'm joining the light, I'd be a little annoyed. I'd be like, fine, I'll just get a better replacement then. And just be really angry. Yeah, and it seems to be uh the you know while while he's in her throne world mm. he seems to be growing diminished like I, I don't think he needs to like 
eat or anything like that. But I think where what it's almost like a I don't want to say stasis, stasis, but it's like a sort of like it's not. That's what the wellspring was basically, basically, and you actually get sort of a confirmation of what the wellspring actually is in the now updated lore tab for the ship you get from doing wellspring. I think it's on master. I believe is how you get the exotic ship. The Star Jasmine. Yeah, that basically kind of... Yeah. I believe so. Uh, is that how I think it might be all of the different bosses. you have to do it on Master. I think, it's, I think it's... It's something where you, you do stuff in Wellspring and okay. you have... Or no, it might be getting all of the, the weapons. I don't know. It's a triumph. You do Wellspring. It's in the game. Read the lore tab on it, and that kind of explains something. Do I really know what's going on in that lore tab? I'm going to be honest. Uh, no, not really. Only kind of. Because people explained it to me because I'm dumb. Okay, not dumb, but just like... I was a little confused. But yes, basically, at least from playing Wellspring a bunch, you get the sense that if there is too much light in the Wellspring, this is the days when we do attack. We attack the Wellspring. We have to... Because if there's too much light in the wellspring, the hive become empowered by this light. But if it's mm-hmm. too little light is in the wellspring, the pyramid will activate slash open and that's bad. So we have to, that's why it alternates between attack, defend, attack, yeah. defend, attack, defend, because we're trying to keep this equilibrium between light and dark, which is fascinating. Very fascinating. Some symmetry or some balance. Some Maybe that's the, the whole mm-hmm. point of Destiny. It's not about light or dark. It's about mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. symmetry. We're basically becoming gray Jedi. Oh my god, you don't understand that makes me so mad. I need to get him. I, I want to make a Ulan shirt Tan, that just says just Ulan rolling Tan in right. his grave, like, so pissed. <laughs> that can be a shirt. Oh yeah, we gotta, we, that can be, be that can be part of our, uh, our show, our it. show shirts. Ulantan was but right. But yeah. <laughs> the basic uh, Frodo lives font. <laughs> I just, I feel like that's just how it, excuse me, just how it, it just makes sense because that's what a lot of destiny is about. It's not that darkness is bad or mm-hmm. light is good. It's all about what the user does with the tools. That, that light and dark are tools. We've known this since prophecy. We've had it hammered in our heads again and again and again and again and again. The light and the darkness are tools. The traveler and the witness, those have agendas. But the actual fundamental forces of light and dark mm-hmm. are just tools that we guardians or light bearers can use it's how the user uses them what they use them for that's what defines you like warlords and the loosened brood they've used light for from evil i would say but you can still use darkness for good that's just what i'm saying i'm just i'm just mm-hmm. i a lot of people yeah, yeah a lot of people are like oh no stasis is evil well, stasis is darkness like, darkness bad light good it's not 
It's not, it's not such, it's not so clear cut, guys. It's not. It's like, it's gray. It's all muddled in gray now. That's what Beyond Light and Witch Queen are trying to tell us. Is that it's not just black versus, mm-hmm. like, darkness versus light. Black versus white. It's not, it's, it's all gray. It's all gray. It's not, no clear cut anymore. It used, we used to think it was. But now, as we learn more, it's not. It's not so clear cut. Which is exciting. I uh I really like that they um they seem to mm. uh keep keep approaching the subject in the same way too. They they keep uh they keep saying like uh you know even even back in D1 when yeah. we got lore about the dark age where uh you had warlords, you know, empowered by light running amok and then when you fast forward all the way to Europa in Beyond Light where you know at first we need the crux and then eventually the crux mm-hmm. the crux breaks probably because that was supposed to be our taste that was probably supposed to like like get us to come be like hey what about what about more of that darkness but then we'd actually we don't need it anymore because the real it turned darkness out that the, the was real darkness was inside us all along you are absolutely right <laughs> everybody's got a little bit of darkness in them and as the speaker says the light mm-hmm. is in all things too so so this gets yeah it, it, it gets it gets pretty interesting and i think i think actually you know, the hive kind of proved that too. You'd expect them to be like filled with <laughs> darkness or like maybe the only lights in their stomachs. But like even even they, like they had something for the traveler to work with. They're like, oh no, I got you. Yeah, I got you. The ghost ghost was able, Amaru was like, oh yeah, no, this is simple. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't see it before. <laughs> um, so that's, that's pretty interesting. So we we're we're at to where I would say right around. I want to say Rolk gets trapped around or right after back when Sabathun was uh, collecting void light. Mm, yeah, th- she definitely yeah. um traps Rolk at some point. She definitely has to have a lot of light to do it, and that wouldn't mm-hmm. make sense. Like you know, she's collecting this void light. Yeah. She's collecting, you know, guardian harvesting all these guardians, and at first we're just like, oh, what, what, why, why do all of this? But now we maybe know. Hmm. So that that's uh, that part of uh, the the story seems to be pretty interesting. Um, and then mm-hmm. pull back to Rolk is now trapped. Uh, he's trapped in the, in the, he's sort of like his ship is sinking in the swamp. And I love the metaphor of the swamp being this like balance of light and dark. Cause you think of a swamp or a bog, you know, at least in like literature or something like that. It's usually like in the concept of death, like you're going to get stuck in the bog and die or like the bog will swallow you up like that type of thing. Like it's, it's, it's generally depicted, at least in my experience as like this hostile environment. That, you know, it's muggy, there's bugs, it sucks. But, real talk, bog swamps are, like, teeming with life. Teeming with life. Like, wetland, uh, like, uh, like, like that, um... There's all kinds of like creatures in the water, like the 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 plants are are growing in such close proximity and thriving due to the conditions there. So in a lot of ways, like while there are systems and like, you know, animals do like get caught in the bog and like they do die, like 
things flourish because of it. Like there's this there's this real like between depictions and the reality, there's this like balance there. And so it's really interesting that uh that the ship is like stuck in this bog. It's he's cut off from from the witness and he's just like starts to wither. And it's you can kind of hear it in his voice, but it's really interesting. So what does Rolk decide to do? He's, I would say, well, actually, before we get into that, one thing we should cover is what Rolk had been doing before um, he was, uh, he was captured there because basically two seasons ago, we had Callus deliver the um, deliver the witness the scorn. Uh, I think I think a lot. You know, there's a lot of uh, debate, but I've kind of settled on. I think that's what he did. I think he gifted them the scorn. As like the like, look at this thing I brought you. They can't die. Uh, you know, they'll keep coming back. We can keep summoning them. They're they're completely under your control. And you know, even if they keep dying, they just become these explodey boys. I'm sure he said it much more opulent than that. <laughs> but, um, he, so he had been, you see all throughout the ship as you go through it, he's been experimenting with the Scorn since, since they came into the picture. Um, in a lot of these, uh, rooms, you see a, uh, I guess sort of like vivisected is the best way to put it. Uh, giant worms worms of various sizes and then you see what end up as you as you keep going through you discover are these scorn in different uh in different like uh positions in stasis and like it something seems off as you keep going and then you finally meet the caretaker it starts to make sense especially once you get into the caretaker's uh lore he's been trying to put a worm in the scorn and the caretaker was the first successful one. So, Rolk likes his experiments. I, and I, what, what really is interesting about this is I can't really glean why. Why is he trying to put, I think it's just to see if he can. So, Lucy, tell me what you think. Well, he thought of the hive, well, since now the lucid hive or thing, he kind of views the, most of the hive, except for Zebra Rat's hive, as, he views them as kind of failures, he've always kind of viewed the hive as lesser than him. So he was looking at the scorn, mm -hmm. and seeing if the scorn could be a replacement, and he did actually succeed once, that is what the caretaker is. The caretaker is a scorn With the caretaker. hive worm yeah. experiment that, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's Looks creepy as hell. Do not like fighting. I guess he's not that. He's not that bad to fight on normal mode, but master, whoo, he's no joke. Master is rough. I personally haven't rough. done it, but my friend Eric has, and he said DPS is tight. Especially because you have to do challenge too. I believe it. And challenges yeah, every person. One person picks up a symbol, mm. or you can only pick up one symbol at a time. So basically, the people that are stunning, they have to be very good at it. And there's now going to be overload champions, and 
uh, just screaming. Lots of screaming. But that's besides the point. But yeah, no, definitely, uh, you can see as you walk through the area, especially in the first encounter, you can see these almost like cryo tubes of these like, yeah, it was the, yeah they almost that. have like warm heads. Of the, uh, the failed experiments. They look like scorn, but they have warm heads. So it's like, it's, it's mm -hmm, so creepy. Mm -hmm. It's like, maybe they didn't like do it right. He's like, you will like eat like the worms. The worms down and the sword are like, no, I don't want it. Wait, <laughs> yeah. wait, wait. And then they go, get this in there. Yeah. And then it dies. But yeah, no. <laughs> and then we also, um, my assumption is they were supposed to get a color palette update when Witch Queen came out. But they like, I won't say forgot, but like it didn't mm -hmm. do it correctly, is my guess. Because as you've seen, when Master Vow came out, the scorn were rocking some new drip all black and purple and edgy looking they definitely are uh, in full mm -hmm. control of or being controlled by the witness that's for sure so they are mhm mm yeah so it seems it seems pretty interesting and we also know at the end of the uh, shattered sun's lore book that he uh it was, mm. was also trying to uh experiment yeah, on it ghosts. was that and the and there was it's the ghost shell for the raid, the raid ghost. Uh, the shadow. Oh yeah, yeah. When you get yeah, the end of it the is when then you get the ghost. Get the, uh, yes, yes. Sorry, the... but if you want to read that lore specifically, mm -hmm. it is the raid ghost shell. Forget the name, but it looks like it has giant eyelashes. That's why I think it's funny. Yeah, but yeah, that's, I think that's it's the, the uh, something imperitus, imperitus, something with an eye. Or an E. I have it on my hunter. Squint. Yeah, it's it's the Imperious Sun shell. Pretty crazy. I think that Laurel is pretty crazy. Because he straight up, like, takes the ghost apart. It has almost this, like, the, the little tiny piece of light. And he's like, oh, interesting. And then the Traveler mm -hmm. straight up says speaks to him and says no and just makes the ghost explode yeah it's it's pretty i'm pulling up the lore now he like starts by like talking to the ghost yeah first he's just chit-chatting with it and then he's like wait i can use you Mm Hmm. i am just i am just ooh. i i i i wonder i wonder what he would what he would have done but it's uh it's really mm. Interesting, because it does seem his goal is to give himself a ghost. Interesting, yeah. Definitely. Uh, there, which is also kind of like, ooh, uh, yeah, because yeah, he's he's offering himself to the ghost. This ghost didn't have a. Uh, this is one of the ghosts that uh, ended up, you know, with Savathun, but didn't have a partner yet. Pretty much. And he was just trying to be like, yeah, you're not gonna find anyone better than me. Check it. So that's that's another interesting one because that probably would have helped him. Uh, break free too if he was able to do it but uh yeah like like you said the traveler the traveler kind of like jumps in and like you know starts shouting this one is not for you <laughs> like and uh and like explodes it with a with a light um so with all that with all that in mind when we reach rolk we learn that he, as we kind of touched upon earlier, he's become emaciated. 
he's doing this last ditch attempt. I think he's going to upend mm, the throne yeah. world uh, in hopes that he can escape. Um, but if he upends the throne world, I think he also ends oh, up. Oh, yeah, like, a lot of stuff would have blown up. A lot because of shit. Sabathun, like, think like, I think about Earth Sabathun's been throne world is now seeping out into reality. And yeah. if Rolk pushes the big red button to activate the appended, would that also not seep into our reality? Yeah, I think it's I think it's one of those things where because it's kind of like uh as to say on Focus Fire Chat, mm, the the upside yeah. down um that you might have seen. Uh I think I think if if one then the other, I don't think they can exist on their own. Like I don't think you could go to some place that was destroyed in our plane, you know, snap your fingers, you're in the ascendant plane now. I don't think there's gonna be like what used to be there. Yeah. So that is another uh, uh, yeah. So, like, you know, if one, then the other. So, if if they blow up the throne world there, it blows up the throne world on Mars, which I guess that's a big explosion. Um, because uh, that, and that's why we get sent in. So, this whole thing boils down to when Sabathun finally makes her move and gets resurrected. She like floods her throne world with light and the loosened hive, uh, you know, starts spreading it all over. And then, and they also start harvesting it. Yeah. From guardians. That's the whole point of psyops yeah. too. It cuts off Rolk from the darkness. His pyramid ship begins to be swallowed by the bog, by the swamp. And he starts to, I, you know, in a way, in a way, he always keeps this face up that he's, you know, not really afraid of death. Um, he's mo- more afraid of like he would give his life if it meant, uh, you know, serving the uh, his witness greater. I think, like, he knew what would happen if he used the upending, mm, and I think yeah. he knew that that would be bad for the witnesses' plans as well, but. He's, you know, all of his rhetoric aside, I think at this point he's becoming desperate because he doesn't know, like you learn, you learned from uh, some of his recordings and uh, dialogue in the raid itself that he's becoming weaker. He doesn't know what to do. Yeah, he, for sure. Uh, for needs sure. to get back to the witness. Like it's, it's like he's really compelled to get out of there. Yeah. Like real, real, real compelled. And so, yeah, I don't, mm, it's, it's really yeah. interesting. I think this is another one of those situations kind of like when we fight the hive gods the first time we don't fight them at their strongest but unlike those other times this guy's not at his strongest because of something one of our enemies did yeah like the only reason rolk is so weak is because of sabathun like we didn't do shit um and i think that's definitely one of those things we probably wouldn't have been able to win like oryx at his full power versus uh, we would have definitely lost or Oh, yeah, like, that's what a lot of people forget, is that we're fighting these hive guys, these hive gods, when they're, like, fat, famished, weak. Yeah, yeah. starving, uh, in the hive god cases, about to be consumed by their worm. In Rolk's case, it's really interesting. So I was reading, I was reading that entry you were telling me about the other day, where um, it kind of talks about the aftermath. Mm. About yeah. the uh, the hunter who uh, kind of like crashes Marco as they're coming back. Yeah. Poor Marco. 
Uh, well, maybe he survived. Maybe this guy's got away. But uh, so it seems like those kind of have like their own thing going on. Like they they are looking for something to consume. Uh, kind of similar similar to the worm. Uh, funnily enough, but the, it doesn't seem to be doesn't seem to be quite the same thing. It kind of oh felt yeah, like, definitely, uh, definitely. You know the way Rolk explodes as he was just like actually made of this stuff. It's like uh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so um, that's I I, I want to see what goes with that because we're taking this stuff back and it seems to be yeah. uh, powerful. We're taking it back to the tower. Are we taking it back to uh, like study it? I want I want to see if any of that made it back. I want to see where that goes. Um. So, with the, all that in mind, I would say this investigation, in a lot of ways, I mean, it's for sure. In a way, it kind of comes see off that. like I mean, this was all is part very of crafty. plan. Yeah. In in a in a lot of ways, I think I think this comes this comes off as you know maybe. Maybe her goal, like to take the traveler and, and and all that other stuff, a contingent of of her plan of her goal, I guess is a better way to say it. Oh yeah, because otherwise it's the most perfectly executed plan ever, ever. <laughs> you know, like like conspiracy level, perfect execution. So for me, I think you know if we had if she had succeeded in uh, taking the traveler away from us to protect it, like whatever to. Uh, Take it, take it into her throne world. I think it doesn't matter because Rolk, Rolk's just gonna die. Rolk's gonna become yeah. like just starve. It doesn't really matter what, what she does at that point. Um, but you know, if not, we once we learn like, oh shit, he's going to destroy everything. We're getting like this large energy reading. Then we go in and kill him, and her ghost is fine. So she's she's probably like. You know, if and when she's resurrected or wherever uh, she might be, uh, if she if she hit her death instead, yeah, it uh, probably just true, laughing true. it up. Like even even when she loses, she wins. Okay, yeah. So the yeah the whole the whole situation's pretty fun. I kind of like these situations where this almost feels more episodic. It feels like. Uh, like the the mm, the main witch yeah. queen campaign was this thing that uh, like that was our real like story that was like our our thing that we'd been building up the last year uh and you know finally like execute and get get to get get to you know get some revenge get some get some closure to that whole situation uh with Sabathun and then it's just kind of like oh yeah by the way there's also this dude Rolk like what never even heard of this guy who is this guy is that a worm god what is going on here it is it, yeah, but... it feels almost like chance from our perspective that we get to meet this like high up person in in the witness the the capital d darkness is uh faction and yeah it's it's i i really like that because it, it gives this natural progression one thing i really liked about d1 and I know a lot of people didn't like this about D1, but one thing I really liked is it kind of felt like as you went through, especially those first um, expansions, so like from the base storyline into Dark Below and what have you, it really becomes interesting. I feel like that, uh, like for me, it just felt like, you know, not like villain of the week, but it was just like, 
like the more you learn oh, yeah. about the world, the more you kind of realize, wow, everyone wants to kick our ass. Like it seemed like everyone wanted to kick our ass, but like people are coming pretty from much, outside of the solar system much. just to get a crack at us. <laughs> like shit. <laughs> so, so that that's something that always that always stuck with me. But uh, th- this kind of had that that feel to it again. Like you just happened into something that ended up expanding your view of the world, yeah, even if it definitely. wasn't new to other characters. Okay. Well, I think. Uh, I think that's yeah, where sure. I am. Lizzie, do you wanna do you wanna move into final thoughts? Uh sure. Um overall, I think Rolk and I think Rolk ultimately failed with his plan, you know. He uh wanted he was like, you know, the top dog to the witness. He had was probably one of the first beings, I guess, that the witness talked to, I guess subjugated and uh had been like his pawn and mm-hmm. uh i'm curious to see when we meet the witness again if the witness will be i guess angry with us that we killed rolk you know one of his good chess pieces you know his favorite one this is my favorite chess piece i i kiss it Mwah, it's my favorite you know Mm-hmm. Or is he going to be more like, oh, he was weak because he died to you sort of thing? <laughs> like, I'm very curious to see how the witness will react to us killing Rolk. Because if the witness... If Rolk was important to the witness, the witness should, you know, act appropriately. You know, be like, yo, that was my friend. My, my, my number one. And you killed him. Now I'm coming for you gonna kick you pretty much but yeah no Mm -hmm. i'm just like and i'm curious to see if we'll get any more development on the scorn (laughs) because of like we know they're now because of the kind of sorrow and callus literally delivering the scorn to the witness well darkness on a silver platter and being like here you go have a undead army and the darkness is like yo this is this is the shit man this is great high five dude I don't know. We don't know what happened. That's just me theorizing. Mm-hmm. Let me like. I, uh, it's yeah. Like, like I've I, said I many agree. times, Oryx communed with the darkness and came back with the ability to take. Callus has communed with the darkness, has yet to return. So I'm just like, oh God, is he going to come back with the power to take? Or we can have another Taken King situation, but it's Callus. All of, all of the Taken are now gold. It's gold and Taken. <laughs> It's going to be, it's going to be. Oh, God, no, no, yes. no, please. So much more opulent. Eyes, Their eyes glow bleeding. purple. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I can definitely see it's, that. Yeah, but he's going to have the most opulent taken. I'm curious to see how the scorn will develop now that the Rolk is gone, allegedly. Well, because the only reason why I say allegedly is that viney stuff, it's technically healing. Technically, because that's what happened, because the guy on the spa- the Sparrow lore, the yeah. Marcus? Marco. I almost thought it was Marcus Brand. I was like, oh no, no, Marco. Yeah, Marco. Marco. Yeah. My boy. No, Marco, <laughs> yeah, I, when I, they I did crashed too, I their spell, I think they like no. injured their leg. That's what happened. <laughs> and then they knocked the container over, and the container went to his leg and healed it. But it just like went overdrive and killed him. It was going to kill him. 
Like, it was too much. So he shot his sparrow and blew it up. Hopefully, hopefully. But no, like, that 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 stuff seems dangerous. I think that might give, like, a canon reason as to, like, repeatability of the raid. Because, you know, if we don't keep doing the raid, Rolk is just gonna push the button. But I'm surprised he hasn't done a different tactic if that is canon. But I think repeating of the... I think, um... I think canonically we did... Because if you go into the preservation mission, the, the upending is a... Uh... Is uh, the upender? I'm not sure. I guess it's just the upender. I guess that's true. That, I, guess uh, that's true. I don't know. I, just, I feel like Rolk definitely it's, it's could come back because he has that that stuff is described at least in the lore tab as like a healing thing. Maybe it takes a really long time. Maybe it's like in like like we know how Aramis is frozen right now. Maybe Rolk is just going to be in a statue for a really long time, mm. and then eventually. Mm-hmm. Pop out and be like, all right, I took my little nappy nap. What happened? Oh, my God. And everything's on fire. <laughs> that would be funny. That'd be funny, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that would be that would be interesting. I would be really. No, I, I would like to, to learn that. more. <laughs> wanna, but no, definitely, I want, definitely. I, like I said, I would I'm like really, to know more. Click. I mean, <laughs> I think Rolk as a character is very interesting. And we only got a little tiny bit. And I'm like, but I want more. I want more of this Dio Chad man. He literally is Theo. That's true. Well, and well, see the one thing. Some you know, as as any any anyone in, any JoJo fan will tell you, you sometimes right. your favorite you're enemy right. stand user no. only shows up for one episode. Yeah, you might be right there. <laughs> um, I think I think we got a chance mm. though, because if the stuff is becoming stronger and it seems like we're taking it out of the throne world, I don't know if in that car he's actually. That that uh, that lore card. He's actually out of the throne world yet. I think he's like on Mars. So if the only thing really holding Rolk back was that he was trapped, and we're taking his pieces out of where he was trapped, I think it stands to reason you know him or something would uh, would start to come back eventually. Um, for sure, for sure. I think that's I think that's yeah that's completely reasonable. Um, yes. Final thoughts for me. Final thoughts. Final thoughts on the investigation into the Sunken Pyramid. It seems to be there for, I guess, just Savathun kind of like tying up loose ends. Like Rolk and, like Rolk especially, I think for her, uh, them having uh, worked a little more together um, than, I would say, the other Hive siblings, at least at the time, uh, have um, in the past. Or at least first. Or I'm not sure how to put it. The... I like it because it's this is the culmination of a pair of adversaries under the witness, uh, namely Sabathun and uh, and her conflict with Rolk mm-hmm. as she tries to break free of her uh, of her uh, worm contract. Oh, yeah, I didn't even like coming into this expansion. You don't even know that's a thing. You don't even know. And you it's like coming in and seeing the fight. And then through our own investigations, we learn about the history behind that, how he ended up there, uh, why we had to kill him, and just the uh, the importance of honestly, like our enemy did us a favor. Savathun, Savathun yes. did us a favor by helping us kill Rolk, uh, ultimately, and so it really seems to be it seems to be those are the reasons 
why anything is happening on the pyramid. Mm. The pyra- that sunken yeah. pyramid is a reaction to betrayal. Yeah. And we come in basically. we come in to clean it up. We come in to uh to yeah, put final blow. I think that's the best way to look at why the pyramid's there. Um about the experiments, like kind of to your point, Lucy. I think in those experiments that ended with the caretaker, I think it's. I think you were precisely right. I think what he was trying to do is trying to say that the best thing about the hive are the worms. Pretty much. Look at this other guy. I gave a worm. He's better than you. See, <laughs> if you do, if you don't need the worm, if you can't do it without the worm, then maybe you don't deserve it. He totally was trying to evil Iron Man them. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I think my, my biggest takeaway from, from this is there is no direct plan or action from someone like Savathun, uh, or perhaps maybe we should get used to this as we, as we climb the, uh, the darkness ladder, as we move toward the final shape. I think, I think, yeah, she just has a web of contingencies that work in her favor sort of loosely probably toward her her ultimate goal of being free at this point um yeah it it rolk all all intents and purposes it really just seems like rolk was just like if he if he had been literally anywhere else if he hadn't uh Hmm. been sent to keep an eye on sabathun yeah and make sure it's kind uh, of crazy if rolk actually did his job it wouldn't be we wouldn't have killed him damn it rolk yeah. So it's <laughs> dang it, Rolk. Because <laughs> oh no, swear to God that disciple ain't right. Because <laughs> uh, and it's it's really interesting to uh, to see those those pieces of um, Rolk's remains, and then uh, now that we've also seen the uh, the witness as well. I think, you know, I think per, uh, I think we talked about this maybe last week or the week before, but per our conversations then, it, it really does seem interesting that, you know, all the way back at D1, we, this, mm-hmm. this, this amorphous thing of darkness is inhabiting these machines and that's the first boss we ever really fight and that yeah. first boss was, you know, the Black Heart in the, uh, in, in the garden and now we're seeing here, as we approach the end of the Light and Dark Saga, we're seeing, oh, yeah, no, that's, that's an important thing. That's the Black Heart. So I think it'd be funny in, in a little way, like, poetic, like, that boss didn't make any sense, but the first boss in Destiny was actually who the last boss in the Light and Dark Saga is going to be in oh so many ways. So, yeah, full circle. I think this is a great progression to uh, open our eyes to the machinations and the inner workings of the witness. Um, Cause this entire time we. Yeah, definitely. We didn't really have a face. We didn't really have a motivation beyond. Yeah. Like we didn't have, we didn't have any of that stuff beyond speculation or like sort of like indirect hints. So this is, this is really exciting. This is this is really cool stuff. Um, I don't know that there is any. I don't know that there's anything further uh, that's going to happen with that uh, pyramid right now. I hope we go back there in some way, kind of like we did with uh, the dreadnought. Um, and you know, beyond preservation, I hope. I hope there's like 
some investigations and, and other stuff that, that we get to uh, to take care of. But yeah, I think I think this was a I think that's what this boils down to. Uh, what was going on in the pyramid was struggle, trying to break free. And we came in and we found Rolk and we were just like, oh, you're in this trap. Stab. I'm just going to. Yeah, definitely. Oh, man. This was a fun one. And I think I think uh, next week when I think next week we're going to go into psyops, you guys. But this uh, this is a great progression because that leads into uh, the, you know, further investigations as we uh, as we continue closing out this season and this expansion. Uh for folks here but yeah this this is this was a lot of fun good shit oh lucy you got any shout outs any shout outs um i don't know i'm bad with shout outs you know this i'm always <laughs> bad you go first i'll try and think of something okay um i got a couple this week actually i want to give a shout out to uh new new uh fan of the show uh gilrain g and, and go go check out uh, their Twitter also awesome art, but uh, they, they, their conversation, their conversation about the uh, the pronunciation of uh, of everyone's favorite glycon guardian, as as I've been calling it, catabasis. Um, apparently, I, I've I've learned that the other popular pronunciation is catabases, which I hadn't I hadn't really heard, but. Uh, what about you? Upon looking it up, at least the uh, the Greek, like the Greek epic, it's catabasis. Oh wow! Catabasis is is the uh, is the actual pronunciation we uh, we figured out in uh, some back and forth on Twitter. So yeah, shout out to you, buddy. <laughs> that was that was fun. Um, and then shout out to. Uh, Pagan Sparrow Racing Club, my my one and only clan, the uh, the now the now rebranded formerly H Duo, so it's not like I joined a new clan, guys. I swear. Um, <laughs> the, uh, we had a real fun, real fun raid uh, this past uh, this past week on uh, on Thursday, and we got we got a new member. Uh, we you know uh, took them through their their first raid. I th- I think this guardian was like only a couple days old, a couple days risen, and uh, they were they they. Did really well, so uh, yeah. Ned, shout out to you too, buddy. But yeah, uh, shout out to uh, to Zekin and and all the guys on the uh, on the raid team who we ran with, and uh, oh, and Oz, who gave me her spot because she wasn't feeling well. Thank you, and I hope you're feeling better. <laughs> so yeah, those are those are my shout outs uh, for this week. Um, and so with with that, everyone, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Uh, stay hydrated, stay temperate, whether you need, whether you need a jacket or some air conditioning, (laughs) just to do what you gotta. And we'll see you next time. Uh, be safe. It's still, it's still a wild and crazy world out there, I think for everyone, but especially, uh, especially certain parts of the world right now that are uh, still in conflict. So yes, uh, be safe, everyone. We want to see you here next time. With that, bye-bye. Doodles. That's off, Guardians. That's it for this week's discussion. Have any questions or comments about this episode? You can reach out to us on Twitter, at SpinFoilTheory, or write us an email at SpinFoilTheory at gmail.com. If you'd like to read our show notes, check out articles, listen to past episodes, and more, be sure to pay us a visit over at our website, SpinFoilTheory.com. <laughs>
The Lore Network. <laughs>